What's up and welcome to the Espresso with Aaron and Sarit podcast. This is the show where you go for the tips, tools, and the life hackeries to lose weight, gain confidence, and create a life that you are excited to wake up for. Get ready for some tough love conversations that will change your perspective from destructive to productive. We are your hosts, Aaron and Sarit. And we're on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, nutrition, and lifestyle habits that have transformed ours. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Espresso with Aaron and Sarit. And today we're going to be talking about what happens when you lose motivation and how to stay on track with your weight loss goals when you don't feel motivated. So the first thing I want to know is what percentage of your life do you feel motivated? Like motivated, like, oh my God, I'm so excited to, I want to look up the definition of motivated, actually. I am so excited to do what I need to do today. In the meantime, while you're looking up the definition, I would like to introduce ourselves and also say good morning to those of you who are here with us today. In case of this is your first time watching, Erin is right here. Who is the one with the tattoos? And I agree where my bun is actually higher than my bun. Um, I want to give you a disclaimer before we head on to today's conversation. This episode might be spicy. This episode is, is going to come with an extra dose of fire. So if you're maybe PMSing or feeling more on the sensitive side, first and foremost, if we're speaking to you and it sounds like we're speaking directly to you and you're feeling sensitive, rule number one is do not take anything personally, okay? Um, and then also, everything in life, it is a choice. So if you're here today, just go ahead and drop a yes. If you are ready for the roar, if you're ready for the goblet of fire, because we are about to give it to you. Good morning, Jennifer Adley. By the way, Ashley, the other thing that I want to say, you know, it's like, you know, you eat spicy Cheetos and stuff like that. So you know, I know you all are going to be spicy. Um, the other thing that I want to say is like our intention, our pure, pure, purest intention from all of the love that this soul and this body is capable of to inject into you what will actually solve the problem. Now, when you ask your friend, do I have broccoli in my teeth? And she's like, no, girl. Or you're like, do I have anything in my teeth? She's like, no, you're good. But she damn well saw, yeah, like a black pepper or something in your teeth. And then you found out later, like you'll be more pissed she wasn't honest with you because it might hurt your feelings than her like not telling you and seeing that it's there. So if you feel like we are, <laughs> if you feel personally attacked, know that we are talking to a group of people. So if you feel personally attacked, probably something at a home and it's probably that moment where it's like yeah girl you got something in your teeth or you know it's the honest truth that you get to face and if nobody says anything 
and you don't get to improve. You don't get to move forward. Okay, so what is the definition? Um, so the definition of motivation is the reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving a particular way. The general desire, this one is uh, more about what we'll be talking about, the general desire or willingness of someone to do something, the general desire or willingness of someone to do something. Mm. General okay. desire. Okay, so what percentage? Did I nobody answer my question. 5%. 5%. Ah, we got one answer. Perfect. Okay, so before we move forward, it's important to know those who are joining us live, what percentage of your life do you feel a general desire or willingness to do something? Mm -hmm. To do, I'm going to give this the specific something because this is in regards to your, um, you know, body transformation journey. What percentage of your life do you feel a general desire or willingness to work out, to eat healthy, to make the right decisions, to not binge eat, to skip the soda, to, you know, get extra sleep, to take care of yourself, motivated, general desire or willingness to do one of those things? Ooh, stepped over with a 90%. Okay. So nine days out of 10, you're like, yes, I'm so excited to work out. Got it. 10%, 75%, 88%, 75%. These are pretty high, 85%. And I think that this is where the fire is going to start. Yep. So what is the general question for today? What do you mean? That's one question for today. So the general question that we're going to answer on their behalf is, what do I do when I'm not motivated so I can stick to my goals? Okay, this is great. The first thing I want to say. So what you're saying, because when we're motivated, we do things, right? When you're motivated to go to the gym, you go to the gym. When you're motivated to make the right choice, you make the right choice. When you're motivated to not binge eat, you don't binge eat. When you're motivated to say no to the Oreo cookies, you don't eat the Oreo cookies. So what I'm seeing in the chat with the 25%, 88%, 95%, 90%, 80%, 90% 90% motivated, 75% motivated. You guys should have no issue then. So I hope you all are pretty close to your goal um, because that means, okay, 8 out of 10 times you feel like out. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to answer this question again and look deep inside your soul and be honest. Because if I feel motivated about 45 to 50% of the time and I am where I am and you're here volunteering yourself to hear our advice, there's a good chance you're not motivated 75 to 90% of the time. I'm not talking about how many, how, what percentage you follow through because that's distant and commitment. We are talking about motivation where I feel like it. So maybe I didn't land my question clearly and that would be my responsibility. So I'm going to ask the question another way and I'm going to re-answer. And if it's the same answer, cool. I'm not here to tell you you're right or wrong. I'm just saying I don't believe a lot of you. So um, <laughs> the way I'm going to re-ask this question is what percentage of your life do you feel like 
doing the things that are going to get you closer to your goal. Mm-hmm. Does that make more sense? I think, I think that was, I think that was my fault for not asking that question the way that I intended to. Okay. Okay. I think we're on the same page now. Okay. We got 35, 15. Okay. This makes sense. Cause I'm like, dude, I'm motivated like maybe 40 to 50% of the time. Other times I just, I'm disciplined and I just make it happen. Mm-hmm. So, okay, go ahead. Yeah. So there's two, there's two things to it. I wish I could tell you that in a better, better way. However, he, here is what it really comes down to. You have to be willing to embrace the struggle. What do you do when you're not feeling motivated? Embrace the struggle. Yesterday, uh, you know, we we were listening um, to a podcast, and the speaker was saying, "It takes what it takes." He said, "It costs what it costs." It costs what it costs, and it takes what it takes. And it is so freaking true. So you know, like the truth of the matter is, is that we can we can you know let our emotions direct our life. By the way. We're listening to one of our mentors, and he said this as well. 95% of human errors are made because of human emotion. Now, what makes us human is the fact that we have emotion, right? We're not just robots, right, running on an algorithm. However, unless we learn to train our mind, that is actually what's – that's the separator between some humans that, you know – are continuously reaching higher, higher in the process of self-actualization versus those who always seem to stay behind. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond to it. I think it's discernment. Because if you compare the human species to like an animal, they, they, don't, they don't have any capability to, to use discernment. It's like, I just they go based on instinct. Right. Yeah. Right. So we all do have that capability and we all do have that skill to discern. And what's going to help you to reach a higher height, whether it's with regards to weight loss? Let me tell you something. It is going to take a lot less of you. I was just talking to a client about this. You know, in order for you to go from 200 to 180, then it will take out of you in order to go from you know, for example, 160 to 150 or from having no apps to getting a six pack. It is a completely different game. The game has different levels and it takes what it takes. It's not about our feelings. So if you're like, oh my gosh, I really feel like eating this donut or, oh, like I'm, you know, like I'm so sore today or, oh, I feel so tired. Okay. Like you still get to make the choice. What choice are you willing to make? Because it is not about how you feel. Here's a good question to ask yourself. And I would write this down. If you're in a position to write something down, don't be lazy about it. Like go get a pen and paper, write it down. If you're in the car, be safe. Okay. Don't be trying to like, you know, driving with your knee, (laughs) with your notebook on the dash, like be safe. Okay. But write this question down. What is the price I'm willing to pay? 
this has been a big question that the first time I heard that was probably about four, five months ago, like five months ago. It's like, what are the prices you're willing to pay to get what you want? And I don't just mean a financial price. Now, a lot of times, if you want something bad enough, there is a financial cost um, because it requires, you know, the support of a professional or somebody else down the line, which, by the way, if you do want professional support in any way, email me, Aaron at Aaron and Okay, great. Now, it, the prices you're willing to pay are waking up at a certain time, you know, um, getting sweaty, getting uncomfortable, um, you know, being judged, being judged by other people. That's a price. Um, losing or, or you know, changing, changing the status of certain relationships. That's a price. What prices are you willing to pay to get what you want? And um, I'll let you keep going because I know you were on a roll, but that's a question to be considered anytime you want something. Sometimes it's like, I'm not, I'm not willing to pay any prices. I'm going to sleep in, I'm going to just don't expect the result. That's okay. It doesn't make you a bad person. Just don't, don't expect the result without doing anything for it. And I'll be honest with you, like, I, I believe that a lot of times it's not even your fault. Because we live in a society that has extremely low standards. And we live in a society where the comparison is against average. And let me tell you something. Average is a failing formula. If you're comparing yourself to average, where the average American is morbidly obese and taking a few medications in order to be kept alive, then we have a big, big problem. Because the separation is so big. You know, I'm not even talking like, you know, have striations, have quads like Aaron or have a six pack. You know, the average formula is obviously failing. It is failing, you know, the, your mental health is failing your physical health. Guarantee you it is failing your relationships because there is no way that you're feeling confident about yourself if that is the case. We've been there. Not, not even to that degree. And we know what the pain is like. By the way, if you're feeling this, just go ahead and drop a fire emoji. Drop fire. Because, you know, I told Aaron this morning, I'm like, man, I'm like, I don't know what it is. I am just so fired up about raising our community's standards because the shit that I see, it just, it blows my mind how mediocrity it, like, is, is spreading. It is spreading and it is so toxic, you guys. And let me tell you something. We are who we surround ourselves with. Yeah, so it it's is contagious. It is contagious. Mediocrity and we don't contagious. even realize how much we're limiting ourselves until, you know, we're told to grow the fuck up and level up. And I say this with love because if you're here, you know that that's what you're here for. And we're here to help you guys with that. So, so, so I want to say in regards to that, again, not a personal attack. Mediocrity is consuming our society. And, you know, if you look at like over time, um, more is expected 
from giving less, from doing less, from being less. We still expect the same amount without putting in the same amount of work. And if you've done that, you, I just want to ask, like, how has that worked for you? Mm -hmm. um, because 99.9% .9 of the time, it doesn't work. Um, something may occasionally fall in your lap and you never gain the skills and the tools necessary to sustain it. So it doesn't last very long. For example, if you, um, you know, for anybody, this is not, not a bash on anybody who's had weight loss surgery by any means. However, the truth and the reality is, and I'm sure if you've had weight loss surgery, um, and this has happened, you'll just agree with me that if the weight either cut off of your body or, you know, pulled out some way that happened instantaneously in instant gratification, and you haven't developed the skills or the tools or the support or anything that's necessary to maintain that or sustain that, what happens? I don't think that I even need to say what happens because y'all just thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's with winning the lottery. You'll be bankrupt in however long if you didn't earn it because you don't know how to keep it. And it just, that, that's what makes sense, right? Um, so, yeah. I was just thinking about it. The higher you want to go, the higher price you have to pay. Mm -hmm. And I believe that, that we, we also live in a society where it's like we think that money is going to solve our problems. Right. So it's like, oh, yeah, like, for example, like people will pay for a weight loss surgery costs anywhere between ten to twenty thousand dollars. You know, we have our inner circle program. I'm just going to give you an analogy. Right. Like for a year, it's sixty seven ninety five. Right. It is a big investment. One thousand percent. The reason why so many people will rather go for the weight loss surgery is because they, it, it is more comfortable to pay one price. The truth of the matter is, is that the higher you want to achieve, the higher price you're going to have to pay with regards to every area of your life. The higher price you're going to have to pay in terms of energy, right? Mm -hmm. The higher price you're going to have to pay in terms of time. The higher price you're going to have to pay in terms of sacrifice yet yes i said sacrifice the higher you go the more it's going to take now the other thought is is that for with regards to feeling motivated it is not about feeling motivated can i talk about another price before you like almost like a more costly price before you talk about like feeling motivated. Mm -hmm. Can you keep that thought? Yeah. Okay. What about the emotional price? What about the emotional price? If you think about everything costs something. So to be unhappy, to be unhealthy, to be fatigued and tired all the time, to look at yourself in the mirror and be so extremely dissatisfied with the way that you've treated yourself, that you're insecure, um, you know, that you're self-conscious, that you skip out on life, you say no to things you really don't want to say no to, but you're embarrassed to be in a situation. Maybe you're a group of 
friends that knew you when you were more fit and now you've gained 30 pounds so you're too embarrassed to say yes to the boat trip for the day or the beach thing for the day or whatever it is like talk about the emotional price of that it's death it's emotional death like what price is better to pay because you're gonna pay a price somewhere what does it cost when you lose hope in yourself because you tried all these unsustainable ways over and over and failed and feel like you're broken and something's wrong with you and you'll never make it and then you start telling yourself i'm not cut out for this i'm not going to make it there's no way there's no hope i'm going to be fat my whole life da 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 like talk about the emotional price it's not to me not worth it i've mm. paid that price i have paid that price and I decided to pay the other price, $3,000 that I didn't have as a 19-year-old kid on a credit card. My mom said, you shouldn't do that. And in the moment, I was like, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't. But I did, and it changed my entire life. And I would not be here having this conversation with you had I not spent the money that I didn't have, had I not gotten up earlier in the morning when it was uncomfortable to get my workouts in, had I not started cutting back on my fast food and making these decisions that are sustainable thanks to the professional help that I had from somebody else, my gosh, like, I would probably still be paying the emotional price. Yeah, we pay the price no matter what. You know, you, you just choose what price you're willing to pay. And because you live in that, because we live in a society, what? What about the price other people pay? What about the price your family pays when you feel like shit and you don't show up as the mom you know you can show up as? What is the price your spouse pays? What is the price your kids pay? What is the price your other family pays? What are the price your coworkers pay when you come in in a shitty, crappy mood because you just are unhappy with you? What are the prices that other people pay? I, you know, it's like, which cost is greater? And, and if you're feeling this on a Monday morning, just go ahead and drop it here real quick. We warned you. And here is why those gimmicks, those spills, those, you know, take this tablespoon for, 21 days and lose 42 pounds or whatever bullshit that is trying to tell you do not pay the price and get everything in return. The reason why it is a failing formula, because even when you pay the price for years and years on end, here's the kicker. Are you ready for it? You ready for it? Are you ready for it? Drop a hell yes. Otherwise, I'm not going to tell you what it is. So let me see you drop that hell yes if you're ready for it. I am going to wait. Yes, let's go. Rent is due every single fucking day. And if you do not pay the price every single day, then you're not even prepared to pay rent every day. And this is why it is a failing formula. Because you're taught to think, take this tablespoon 
for 21 days, the weight is going to come off and all of your life's problems will be solved. There is no such thing as problems going away. It's about you just getting yourself better problems. What happens when you don't pay your rent? Month after month after month. How many months do you get before they're like, peace? Right? Don't pay you don't get the reward. You don't get the prize. You don't get you don't work. You don't get money. You don't work out. Your heart doesn't work. Prices. Yeah, yes, you know, uh, yeah. Yesterday we were coming home from the beach and we we saw a McDonald's nearby. And you know, remember the conversation we had? I'm like I'm like, man, McDonald's, like, nobody can beat it. Like, what a genius business model. Because we saw the play place. So yeah. Sure. We're like, okay, so. Easy, fast, cheap, convenient. Easy, fast, cheap, convenient, tasty. Ditch your kids for. Your, your kids are taken care of. Like, who can beat that? Hence why McDonald's is winning. And again, what happens if you don't pay your rent? Eviction, you get the boot. Same thing with life. Guess what? You're renting this body. Your soul, I believe, will exist forever. I believe. You don't have to agree with me. We can still be friends. But your body, you get one of. And you're renting it. And if you don't pay the price, for rent, what happens? We pay the price. Same thing. We pay the price. It's just a matter of what it's price. Just, it's just a slow, slow, painful eviction. It's just, it's just a matter of what price are we willing to pay. And if I can, you know, share with you any words of wisdom is, you know, do not tolerate anything less than mediocrity because something that I hear very often is healthy food is so expensive. Okay, then raise your standard because being sick is the most expensive thing. You just, on a day-to-day -day basis, you don't see it, right? Because you see like $5 better, you know, versus maybe like 15 We don't have a $10 problem. You have a $20,000 a year problem. Do you know that to have heart health issues, it costs a person $18,000 a year? And that's not even to get away from it. That's just to manage it. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. So the question that we get to ask ourselves is what price are you willing to pay? And I don't know about, about you, but the way that I see it is, you know, like do your best and let go of the rest. Like it, it doesn't matter how we feel about it. I want to give a golden tip. Oh, right like now. the price of berries has gone up. Got it. Okay. Well, you you can change that. So does the price of taking care of your heart. Right. And so all we can do is, you know, like as Maya Angelou said, if you can't if you can't change it, change your attitude about it. It's not about being easy. Obviously, this is why. You don't see as many people when you go to the beach walking with a six-pack versus people walking with a keg. And I say this with love because our body is a manifestation of our standards.
our body is a manifestation of with regards to our lifestyle. What have we been tolerating? You care more about pleasing people than doing what's best for you. Guess what? You will say yes to that donut. You know what? The funny thing about people pleasers, this is like a little tangent, is if you're truly a people pleaser and you are a people, what does that mean? I think it should be called an other people pleaser. I think it's just, I think an it's other just, people pleaser. Because I'm not a me people pleaser. I think it really is just lack of education. We're not taught these things in school. This is why they're here. You know, it's like we're taught, we're, we've all been taught the average formula. No, it's about pursuing your greatness and not tolerating mediocrity, not comparing yourself to average. Compare yourself to greatness. And I say this because by the end of the day, it is not about feeling motivated. It's about being motivated. So when you pay the price every single day, eventually, when you pay the price every single day, let me tell you something. You embrace struggle. It is meant to be hard. Yes, life is not easy. I don't know what, like, you know, book we read or what we were told that life is supposed to be easy. It's not supposed to be easy. Uh, and, and, and motivated is who we become when you eat clean 365 days out of the year, eating clean becomes easy. This is why it's so important to surround yourself with people. I, I just read a comment, like, it, you know, it's a lot harder it's hard to do the right thing in the wrong environment. And, you know, if you're surrounded by people that are, look, you will, will become who you surround yourself with. So take a look at people that you're surrounded by. This is going to be a really hard reality check for some people, but I warned you in advance. Spicy Cheetos, okay? Spicy Cheetos. Um, if the people around you do not have the body you want, they don't have the life you want, they don't have the finances you want, they don't have the attitude you want, they're complaining all the time, they're, they eat garbage, um, they're sad, like that is who you become. If you are hanging out in the ES Army and the people around you support you, cheer you on, understand you, uh, they're also working on improving themselves, like which environment will be easier for you to make the right decision in? Okay. So here's two, th three things. Three things that you can do. Okay. So first of all, let's talk about motivation. Because like Sarit said, you don't just like, if you're motivated at like 30% of the time, 15% of the time, 20% of the time, maximum, maybe 50% of the time you're motivated. And that's like a lot. You can, I don't care, ask Tony Robbins. He's not motivated 100% of the time. Um, he is a ask, motivated person, ask, though, because that's who he is. Right, but he like, ask, hold on. So ask whoever, you know, you admire, look up to, you know, aspire to be similar to, like, they're not motivated 100% of the time. Um, 
However, they know how to get themselves motivated. And I'm going to give you the secret right now. You do not motivate your way into action. You act your way into being motivated. Oh. So you cannot sit on the couch eating a bag of hot Cheetos and be like, I hope the motivation strikes me. But if you get up and you go outside and you start walking and you have your running shoes on and your intention was to jog, but you're like, you know what, I'm going to just walk because I'm not motivated. You can move your way. You can act your way into being motivated. I'll tell you, if I don't feel motivated to work out, I commit to myself, I'm going to go to the gym. And if I go to the gym, I have taken an action that is more likely to move my way into being motivated than to work out. Now I'm in the right environment. Sitting on the couch is not the right environment to make the best decision to go for a run, right? Okay, see where I'm going with this? So you can act your way into being motivated, but you cannot hope that motivation just comes by sitting on your ass. Okay, that's number one. Number two, detach from the outcome. Because if we're talking about the prices that you pay and you're like, oh my God, I just want to lose 20 pounds. Ah, I haven't lost 20 pounds. Screw it. I'm going to keep this whole thing box of Samoa Girl Scout cookies because I didn't lose any weight. And nah, nah, nah. Don't do it for the weight loss. Do it for the person you are becoming. Do it for the disciplined person you are becoming. Do it because it's good for your heart. Do it because your body can. Do it for the longevity. Do it because it feels good. Do it because it makes you proud of yourself. Don't do it just for the result. Do it because of the, what it gives you in that moment. Mm -hmm. And if you do that enough, you will get the result you're looking for. Promise you. Promise you. Okay? So ask yourself, what does it take? And let me do those things not to get the result. But because there's another reason why those things are good for me to do, regardless of whether or not I get that specific result. Okay. Lastly, surround yourself. This, like I talked about it a little bit, but surround yourself, do everything in your power, which is more than you think, to surround yourself with people who do not make the right decisions hard for you to make. Surround yourself with the people who do not make the right decisions hard for you to make. For example, I would like to see in the comments, please, who has been to an in-person Aaron and Free live event? Put live event in the comments, live event in the comments. If you have ever been to one of our in-person annual live events, which by the way, we are going to do near the end of this year. So keep your eyes out. We're still getting things sorted out for that. But put live event if you've ever been to one. Okay, so if you've not been to a live event, I want you to notice who's commenting live event and reach out to them because the next question that I have for those people is, was it hard for you to eat clean when you were at our event? Was it hard for you to get your workout in when you were at our event? Was it hard for you to think positively 
when you were at our event, was it hard for you to be motivated and encouraged and empowered when you were at our event? Was it hard for you? Yes or no? Was any of it hard? Put hard if it was hard. Put easy if it was easy. Because when you're in the right environment, shit's easy. It's easy. That's why when you go to like a health retreat or, you know, you go somewhere where you submerge yourself, that's my biggest loser. When they're like literally accountable to their personal trainer every day and they like are being told exactly what to eat and they're being encouraged by the other people around them doing the same thing they're doing, it's not as hard. So you get great results. The problem is that when you're out in the world and you haven't built the skills, and the tools, and the discipline and the habits necessary to maintain that regardless of what situation you're in, it is so hard to make the right decision. And that's also why you should email. Because that's what a team does. How do we build these safeguards? Is that what you call them? Like, how do we build these, yeah, like these weapons so that we can use to defend ourselves against mediocrity? So we can use to defend ourselves against the status quo of what everybody else is doing. Because I don't know if you've looked around lately. I'm not super um, inspired to be like everybody else. Maybe you are. And again, that's okay. doesn't make you a bad person. I'm saying if you're here, it's because you probably will be a better. Mm -hmm. So those are my three things that I have for you. Get in the right environment. Detach from the outcome. Do it for a different reason. And act your way into being motivated. Don't expect motivation to strike you like lightning. Yeah. Motivated is who you become by embracing the struggle. And please don't ask me, oh, sweet, how long do I need to embrace the struggle? Forever. However long it takes. It costs what it costs. Yeah. It, it's not about the when. It's about how far are you willing to go. It's about what price are you willing to take. That's what it is. There, there is no secret formula. You know, and, and something that I see happening in society way too often. It's almost the, the seeking for more mechanics. Yes, there's an importance to strategy. However, trust me, like you probably heard me say this a bunch of times, you know, like blueberry or apple, which is better for you? It doesn't matter point is it's a real food you should eat more of it you know how do you feel about ice cream if if you were to ask yourself what do you think what do you think right and i share this with you because ultimately it's about our value system our value system is going to determine what we tolerate I, I cannot I cannot tell you what your value system should be, but I can tell you if your value system is, oh my gosh, 
you know, I can't resist ice cream, then are you willing to pay the consequences of eating ice cream by, by saying that to yourself? Because everything in life has a consequence, right? Action, and and, reaction, and there's no such thing as right or wrong. Action, reaction. I know that you guys are people. So, like, you get it, right? It's just like, don't, don't sell yourself short by, you know, trying to get a second opinion for something that you obviously know. Yes, there's some strategy to it. However, trust me, chances are is that what's holding you back from where you are to, to where you want to be is 10% mechanics and 90% what is your level of readiness to, to go get it. I would say that the mechanic, like the deep mechanics really don't matter until you're in the last like 15 pounds. Mechanic, mechanics are necessary. Mechanics are just 10% though. It's just 10% mechanics. Oh, sorry, strategy. To, I meant strategy. Because you need to have structure. Yeah. Um, 90% is, okay, what are you willing to do about it? Uh, here's what I meant to say. Complicated strategy does not matter for anyone who wants to lose more than like probably 12 pounds, maybe 15. Complicated strategy. But the problem is, that's where everybody goes first. The complicated strategy, meal timing, how many ounces of water, how many grams of protein, how many, that's a complicated strategy, a complicated structure versus, you know, keeping it simple. The more simple you keep it, like the more, it, the easier it is on your mind. Foundations. Yeah. Foundations. It's about how far you're willing to go. So, yeah, you can win a game making all layups. Still two points. Two points is two points. Or you could try to shoot the ball from just inside the three-point line. But which one of those is going to be easier to make? Still two points mm -hmm. for all my basketball players in the house. So good. Cool. That's it for right. Kicking it off on a continued momentum Monday. This is why we don't say motivation Monday, because when you play the game right, motivation is every single day, because it's not about a particular day. It's about who you become. If anything, it should be motivation Saturday, because it's easy to be motivated on a Monday, harder to be motivated on a Saturday, right? Um, so if you found value in today's conversation, Share it. Share it with other people in your environment so that you can be the rising tide that raises all ships around you because you're either the rising tide or you are falling down to a low tide. Uh, there's one question in here that's a simple answer, and so I want to answer it. Um, how do you keep others, others in situations from de demotivating you? Play your own game. Don't play their game. Play your game. Don't look at what they do. Michael Phelps didn't win by looking at where his opponent was. He won by staying focused. NASCAR, NASCAR drivers don't look at their opponents because the soon, they soon, as soon as they 
don't look at what's in front of them, they're going to crash into the wall. So when you're there to play a high level, and this is why it's important to- Same with racehorses. To build consistency. I want to talk about consistency because if you don't learn consistency, you don't actually know who you are. We thought we were finished. You don't actually know where, where you are. You know your game after you've been consistent at a game. For example, a runner knows what their, you know, like 10K, half marathon or marathon pace after they've done it a bunch of times because there's context to it, Yeah. right? And whenever you are not aware of yourself, whenever you haven't built consistency, it's easy to get emotional by just keeping up with everybody else. Hence why there's a statement called keeping up with the Joneses. Keeping but the, the Joneses are taking at least two medications every single day and are more likely to beat. So do you want to keep up with the Joneses? Or do you want to play your own game? Some to think about. And if you don't know how to play the game, then email Aaron. So you can get the help that you need to play the game. It is simpler than you think. It is actually a game. That's all it is. And it can you be just, you just have to you just have to make it a point to learn how to play the game right. I get it. None of us have gone to school learning how the game of life and the game of taking care of ourselves actually works. And it's a shame. However, we, we learned the game of having the right answers. Right. However, let's be grateful for the fact that we're here today because what's in the past is in the past. We can't do anything about it. It's about what are you willing to do starting now? Okay. So that being said, we hope you found a lot of value in today's conversation. By the way, all of my IC peeps, drop IC if you're in the IC. I want to share with you something. You ready for it? IC stands for inner circle for those of you that do not know. Tonight's conversation is going to be absolute fire. So you better be ready. And if you want to be in the IC, but you're not, because right now you feel a lot of FOMO and today's conversation puts you straight in your heart, email now. Maybe you can make it on tonight's conversation. I see peeps. Let's go. Okay. I see peeps. See you tonight. Everybody else, we will catch you later. We're Guys, for you. let's keep making the right decisions each and every single day and pay whatever price needs to be paid because it takes whatever the fuck it takes. Amen. Amen.